the universe is infinite, it has always been so. The density merely unfurling as stars and planets form and crumble to dust. Billions of light years stretch into billions of light years, leaving a wake of cold, empty space. It's been said that in space no one can hear you scream, but that's only because of the incredible, unrelenting loneliness. And somewhere in that endless ocean of space, a small ship drifts lazily by. Dyad, wake up, Dyad. Dyad, we've left the podcast first. <sighs> Computer? What's going on? Good morning, Dyad. It's time to wake up. Your stasis has ended. We've been traveling on the path of our last set coordinates, and you've been out for quite some time. Where are we? Uncharted territory. <gasps> So, do we have a map? No. So, we don't know where we're going? I have charted a course. Thrusters? Calibrated. Blast processing? Engaged.
key pewter. What's that? On the radar? Hmm. Fascinating. I'm getting a read of several forms of life. A matter reactor, multiple communications broadcasts, and triple layer nachos. What? What does that mean? It means tortilla chips with melted cheese on top. <sighs> Thank you, key pewter. You're welcome. Key pewter? Do you think that means we could get some food, like not freeze-dried bags of Soylent? With 89.7% certainty, I have calculated that there will be food. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Does this place have a name? It is not in English, but it translates to... To serve man. Oh, sounds nice. Anyway, great! I'm man. Set course and begin docking procedure. This should go well. I can see nothing wrong here at all. My ship is in excellent shape. We just updated my firmware. Alien species are often hostile, but I have a good feeling about this trip. And I've been trying to trust my feelings more.
computer is equipped with a state-of-the-art navigation and automatic piloting system software powered by the ship's radioisotope thermoelectric generator. Keypewter harnesses the ship's antenna to transmit and receive signals from a floating probe in the interplanetary space network. By calculating the changes in frequency, Keypewter can identify instantaneous line-of-sight velocity and range to an accuracy of 0.05 millimeter per second and 3 meters respectively. I'm very quick and mathy. But as the ship slowly swooped into the docking station of To Serve Man, Keypewter had a bad feeling about this. I have a bad feeling about this. I just said that. Dyad, if you equip the Keypewter mobile unit, or keychain, I can assist you with your disembarkation. Keypewter was also available in a mobile unit, or keychain. If the dyad took it with him, Keypewter would be able to assist with the disembarkation. I just said that. Yeah, yeah.
say, it wasn't me. I always set my phaser to stun. <laughs> Classic. I'm gonna eat some food. Yum, yum, yum. Hope it tastes good. <laughs> Greetings, interstellar traveler. I come in peace. I wish to experience the food of your culture in this fascinating place. Yeah, okay, whatever, bro. You want, like, a table or a booth? Booth, please. The inside of To Serve Man is packed to the gills with various alien life forms. Tentacles, appendages, eye stalks, and floating brains dangle and float above furry monsters, piles of teeth, and pure mind energy forms. It's been called the Dorsia of Sector 578G. Here you go. One table or whatever. Right by the kitchen. So your food comes by quicker. Thank you. Hello, my name is Clyde Dragonsnake, and I'll be your server. Today's specials are candy bars still in wrapper, sawdust, chicken poop, ground limestone, and crab innards. I see. How are the innards? Gooey and undercooked. Yeah. Yes, uh, well, maybe just some water while I think it over.
Dad, how many candy bars have you had? I don't know. I've been counting. It's 13. Lighten up, Keychain. These ones with the crap guts aren't so bad once they get covered in chocolate. And they're only 60 calories. This label is in Martian calories. Those chocolate crap innards are 800 hour calories apiece. Ugh. Uh, well, at least each bar has more than twice my daily requirements of sodium benzoate, sulfur dioxide, and arsenic. Stop eating those candy bars, Dyad. Hey, sir, dude. Can I get you another round? You are looking positively juicy. Thanks, I think. Keychain, I think it's some alien slang. I calculate with 94.6% certainty that it is not. And you are looking juicy today too, my man. Hey, is there any way we could turn these heat lamps off? There are like five pointing right at me. Uh, I'll have to ask my manager about that. We kind of need those for cooking. No sweat. Except for all of my sweat right now. Those lamps only produce between 3,000 and 5,000 BTUs, which, given Daya's weight and density, would take 56.28 hours to cook properly. While a larger, fattier piece of meat cooks well slowly, a more effective method is to braise, skimming the fat with- Hey, are you telling them how to cook me? Wait, were you going to eat me? Were? No. We still gonna eat you, dude.
As the dyad rests in the pulsating, constricting warmth of an alien stomach, he begins to reassess things. Oof. Keychain. Ow. Can't help but feel... You are partially responsible here. Ouch. I'm sorry, Dyad. I'm programmed to inform. The Fealty BIOS wasn't installed in my model. Hmm, maybe it's time to flash the BIOS. Command not understood. Can you repeat the Dyad? Nothing. Look, how about you just help me find a way out of the stomach? There are at least two ways out of most stomachs. First, back out through the mouth by- No! I'm already all bitey. Very well. There is one other way out.
the escape journey complete, the dyad finds himself in a strange rest stop bathroom along an intergalactic highway. Well, that's an incredible smell I've just discovered. Any luck finding out where we are, Keychain? Negative, the dyad. I am unable to communicate with Big Sister Key, which means we're no longer in the same star sector as she. I suppose we can blame the excruciatingly slow digestive process of the alien life form that consumed us. Well, we can worry about that in a bit. I thought this suit was designed to repel everything, including foul odors. That was an unquantifiable level of stench, Dyad. Even I have limits. There's another delivery for the history books. That's exactly what I needed. And I... Wait, I think I know you. Hey, yeah. I think I know you, maybe. But... I don't remember having any cowboy friends. Oh, I didn't used to be a cowboy, stranger. Matter of fact, I hail from Terra, and being in a place like this brings back some memories. <gasps> it's you! Anamite! Well, hog timey and brand me medium rare, you guessed it. And you gotta be the dyad. Right. Hey, I haven't seen you since that penultimate party when you did that two-step with Caraman. What have you been up to? Ah, living the dream. After graduation from Haju U, I entered the job market, only to find out my degree was worth about as much as the gold leaf printed on my diploma. So I did the only thing that seemed reasonable. I got my solar CDL, and now I rocket along with the rest of interstellar society, near or thereabout the speed of light. Along the way, I thought to trade my rest stop rags for cowboy gear, with a trucker's lilt at little to no extra charge. Hey, well, it's good to see you. Uh, wait a minute. I thought you hated rest stops. Sure do. When you're on a long haul and the nearest truck stop is 12 hyperspace exits away, you gotta make sacrifices. Anyway, looks like you've seen better days. Yeah, it's been an interesting day. Uh, I'm lost in space and... Heck, I've lost my ship and now I'm stuck here. Yeah, looks like you could do with a wash. Yeah, definitely a bath and fumigating overhaul. Well, do you need a lift? I'm sure I can get you going in the direction where you'll find your ship. Oh, you do that? Sure. Gets kind of lonely in my line of work. I take all kind and their kind from one end to the other. It sounds great. When do we leave? Well, right now. If I stay here any longer, I might start having flashbacks. And so Anamite and the Dyad hit the hyperspace bypass in Anamite's space truck. Just as they hit their stride in interstellar traffic, Anamite turns on the radio and starts drumming on the steering wheel.
So there I was, on SETI Centauri 2, surrounded by alien freaks, with nothing but a broken spork to defend myself. Just then, the ringleader steps forward and gestures with his hentai tentacle maw. So he glugs, if you're gonna call the shots, you're gonna be calling them from Alpha Centauri 6. Well, I wasn't gonna stand by and take an insult jab like that laying down. I gathered what bravery I still had left, took a bite out of the ghost pepper gherkin I had up my sleeve, that being the fashion style at the time. I figured the vinegar might give my breath enough fumes to scatter that mob. Sure, they left their jobs early when they heard the word mob. That meant time to grab their plastic torches and pitchforks and represent the true spirit of their community. Why? I heard tell this particular group of alien citizens turned the last interloper into a pile of primordial pus. I knew I weren't going to get out of there without taking a few of them down with my radioactive pickle breath. But, on a whim, I started doing a dance. Something between a dab and a Lindy Hop move I saw on YouTube once. Well, when them angered alien oozeballs saw that, they was mesmerized. They carried me on their backs to their city hall. And there I stayed for 37 days and 17 hours, enjoying a status I can only assume was Grand Patron of Honor. Well, time passed, we all grew a little older, and not to mention a little more sober, but not until we all had that vital thimbleful of Mutara Nebulae's Java. Thank you. 
Bye, anime. Thanks for the lift. Don't look back, Keychain. Say nothing. I can't take another hour on the inner workings of the 1984 Moon Treaty. Bye. Alright, Keychain. I see Big Sis parked right where we left her. I feel... I feel like it's time to go. Back to the podcast verse. I knew you'd say that. I've charted a course to home. Thanks, Keychain. You're welcome, Dyad.
special thanks to my guest contributors this episode. Emily Donnelly, the voice of Key Pewter and Keychain. Please check out her new podcast, Sound Test Roulette. You can visit her website at soundtestroulette.com. John Wedgworth as the narrator. You can find John on his podcast, Nerd Noise Radio. Visit the website at nerdnoiseradio.blogspot.com. Animite as the voice of Animite, as well as a contributing writer to this episode. Alan Euler, aka Periodical, for mixing and editing this show. And me, the Dyad, as the voice of everything else. Until next time, go forth and groovin'.